Hey everyone, welcome to episode 35 of The Elephant in the Room. I'm your host, Matt Lawson. Uh, we'll start off tonight with the daily download, the news download. Um, there's some pretty horrific news. I'm going to go through bit by bit. Um, but we'll start off, let's just have a look here. It says, firstly, the mother of the children that um, survived in the Amazon jungle after an aeroplane crash, she actually survived for four days after the crash with horrific injuries. Um, she was able to say goodbye to her children before she passed. That's quite a sad one. A lot of the news is very sad. Remember, we had COVID taking over everything. There was no terrorism. There's no sad news. It was all COVID 24-7. And it seems like, since the world's opened up, everyone's everyone's crashing cars, vehicles are coming off the roads. There's really hor horrific sort of things happening around the world. And I think that um, it can be a bit dawning, it can be a bit much, but I'll go through. So uh, Queensland promises 500 new homes under $320 million social housing commitment. I don't truly understand how governments that are broke can offer social housing to house people that are losing their houses due to their mortgage repayments going up by so much. Why don't we freeze the mortgage rates going up so much so that people aren't losing their houses in the first place? Uh, there's, it says here uh, homelessness has more than doubled in Victoria. Like if they put the money into the right places, if they if they freeze the mortgages, if they stop the interest rates going up consistently trying to tie down inflation by putting interest rates up when corporations are the ones that are price gouging to make more money anyway. The system's broken financially. We have no one in Australia in any of the states that's actually making their financial system work for the people. It's working for the government 100%, and the governments are in all these debt, These have so much debt. But people are losing their houses. People can't eat. People can't survive. But this is what they want and then they put all the money into social housing, we don't want to be living in social housing. We don't want to be on a universal basic income. We want to be able to own our own homes. Like, that was the goal back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, to own your own house. Our systems are broken. Even the taxes on buying a new house is broken, and, and it all needs to be fixed. It all needs to be worked out. Uh, but at this stage, it is not. Um, parent complains after sexy land commercial airs during poor patrol. Now, that's for me, again, our systems are broken, and this is on Channel 2, so a government-run channel has a sexy land commercial during Paw Patrol. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with the world. I tell you, it's inside out, it's upside down, it's back to front. Everything that can be wrong with it is wrong with it at the moment. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't exactly know what's going up, uh, going on. Um, let's just have a look at the next one. They want to make a license. A licensing system system for employing children. But now, with the fact they're bringing in digital currency and now they want to li put licensing in, no one's going to be able to do those jobs that you used to be able to do, like the, the, the newspaper delivery or the little things where you got cash in hand. Cash in hand jobs were fantastic for kids. That's all going to be gone. I think we over-license people. That's, that's one of our biggest problems here. Um, let's just have a look if there's anything else here before I get to the last one. Um, Vic counselors warning over St Kilda drag story time threats. They're basically saying if you're there and you're protesting against uh, drag queen reading to children, then the police will come in and arrest you. I think half the police or more than half the police actually agree that uh, children shouldn't be having uh, drag queens reading to them. I, I don't think it's right in any way. Actually, I was at today. I was at Kmart. Um, this isn't a drag queen thing, but about our kids. I was at Kmart and the most prominent book that was there was Greta Thunberg, uh, a children's um, 
caricature um, of Greta Thunberg. It was actually an animation of her and a book all about how amazing she is. And I was just like, oh, this is making me want to vomit. So I put it to the back. So I hope you're happy with that. And then there was another book about germs and viruses. So it reads all about germs and viruses and what they are. It teaches children what germs and viruses are. And as you get towards the end, it has a tiny little spiel about your immune system, about two lines. Your immune system uh, works with your white blood cells and it, the amount of white blood cells helps you, da 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 And then I turn the page and it says uh, ways to boost your immune system and there's a whole page on vaccines, a full page on vaccines and a full page on pharmaceuticals. And I look through the book and I'm like, who is sponsoring this book? And it's in the little five-year-old section. We shouldn't have, our kids are freaking out. Our kids are living in a world of fear because of climate change and because of germs. What the hell? I didn't know anything about a germ when I was a kid. I used to eat stuff off the ground. I used to eat dirt sandwiches. Like, I, I we shouldn't have our kids being so scared of this kind of stuff. Um, now, I'm going to read this part's part of the elephant in the room, um, but it's a really sad story, so I do warn you guys that it is a sad story. So there was a crash today. Um, everyone would have heard about it. The, a wedding bus um, crashed. Um, the driver has been charged. This is up in the Hunter Valley. So I'm just going to read a little bit about it. Um, Ten people have died and 26 more were sent to hospital after a bus, bus carrying guests from a wedding crashed at Greta in the Hunter Valley, north of Sydney, about 11.30 p.m. on Sunday. The coach was travelling on Wine Country Drive at Greta with it when it overturned, trapping some passengers inside at the roundabout. The bus driver, Brett Andrew Button, 58, has been charged with 10 counts of dangerous driving uh and with negligent driving occasioning death, he will face Cessnock local court tomorrow. Uh, passengers in the bus were on their way back to Singleton after attending the wedding of Mitchell Gaffney and M Maddie Edsel. Many guests at the wedding, including the groom, were members of the Singleton Roosters Australian Rules team. Nine passengers who were injured in the crash were members of the Warrandyte Cricket Club in Victoria. The bus has been pulled up right as the police operation continues to recover the bodies and identify the dead. 20 passengers remain in hospital, one of whom is in a critical condition. The coach, a Volvo with 57 seats, was operating by Link bus lines. The business has more than 30 years' of experience and its coaches are equipped with seatbelts. First responders were greeted with confronting and a very traumatic scene. Now, the elephant in the room, I, I saw the crash and... The elephant in the room is that there are seatbelts on buses, but people just don't wear them. People don't, I don't wear them. Uh, and no one I know wears seatbelts on buses here in Australia. Now, I'm going to give you a story. When I was in America, I went on a tour and two tours, one in Las Vegas and another tour uh, through LA. And on both those tours, the first thing that was said to us as we got on the bus was, please put on your seatbelts. And they don't even have strict seatbelt laws in America, but they said, please put on your seatbelts for your own safety. So it was the first thing that was put out there. We need to educate people that on a bus, on buses, particularly late at night where people have been drinking and you're on windy roads or anything else, people should be wearing seatbelts. I don't like the idea of making things mandatory, but there should be highly recommended by the bus tour companies that people wear seatbelts, particularly if it's not in a car, you're generally with someone you know and someone you love and you put on your seatbelt because even though you trust the person driving, you put on your seatbelt because it's mandatory to wear them. In a bus, quite often you've got a driver that you don't know. 
You've got a company that you don't know. You don't know the person driving the bus. It's no different to being on an aeroplane where you get in an aeroplane and you put on your seatbelt for safety precautions. It's unusual to me and it's weird and it's odd that on buses you don't put on a seatbelt. Even on trains it would make more sense to put on a seatbelt. I, I don't understand really why the law is one thing for one and one for the other. I really think that it would make more sense for people to be wearing seatbelts. I, I don't want to speculate too much because there's a family that's grieving right now. But my guess, looking at the bus uh, crash and looking at how it tipped over on its side, is that if people were wearing seatbelts, because I wouldn't be surprised if people were walking around the bus, chatting to each other in different sections of the bus, if people were wearing seatbelts in this accident and other ones that have happened recently, then maybe there would have been more of a survival rate than what they had and less injuries. Uh, that, that's my guess. I, I think that seatbelts should be... Uh, advised on all rides, on all all traffic. Anything that's going over 30 k's an hour should have a seatbelt. That's what I think. It makes sense for buses. It makes sense for trains. It makes sense for everything. Like the chance of having a crash is very low, but the chance of crashing in an aeroplane is very low. And you still wear a seatbelt on your aeroplane trip. If you go through turbulence, you put on a seatbelt in an aeroplane trip. And aeroplanes are much safer than cars and buses from what I've been led to believe. So it makes no sense to me that people don't wear seatbelts as a precaution when they get into a bus. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't know why it's not out there that people should be wearing seatbelts in buses. Now, the other part of the elephant in the room is there are so many car crashes and bus crashes and everything happening around Australia right now. And I'm wondering if it's leading towards the idea of these electric vehicles, the electric vehicles, so you don't have drivers in these trucks and buses and trains and planes and whatever else that they are run by computers and AI so they stay on the roads. I'm not sure if it's heading down that kind of path and I don't want to speculate too much again because there is a family out there that's grieving because of what's happened. And all I can say is um, my heart and my soul goes out to all those people that were injured and the people that have passed in this bus crash. And, uh, you know, hopefully over the next few days, there's not so much somber news. Let's be smart and educated. Let's, as I said already, no speeding. Please don't speed when you're out there driving in winter. Please wear your seatbelt where you've got the opportunity to wear a seatbelt. Drive safely, look after everyone. I live in Thomastown and there was a massive car crash around the corner from me with about uh, 10 police cars, two fire trucks, um, three or four ambulances cutting off the road. So, And a motorbike rider died recently right where I am too. I don't know why people aren't taking the precautions they usually would. I don't know if people's minds are just not with anything at the moment after coming out of the COVID lockdowns, but we need to take more precautions. So... That's, that's a really uh, special one. I think we really need to be more safe out on the roads. Now, on a lighter note, tomorrow I've got um, a special guest on the show. I've got Pia. Um, so Pia is coming on and coming for a chat about all things to do with healing and love and living your best life. She's a really amazing guest. Um, I'm actually a guest tomorrow on Damian Richardson's pop podcast, so that'll be really great as well. I'm looking forward to that. Now, we're going to go through and do our Mindful Minute. Uh, mindful moment, sorry, it'll go a little bit longer than a minute. Uh, this one's uh, brought to us by Tani again from um, uh, RestoreMethod.com. Um, she also has Catalyst Body Works on Instagram and Facebook. So uh, we've done the soft belly breathing technique before. We'd like to repeat it again tonight as a reminder to how effective the breathing tool is. Getting into the habit, habit of softening our bodies during the day sends a signal of safety to our nervous systems. We tend to get so stressed that our bodies get into the habit of bracing itself, especially in the upper body, shoulders, and jaws. 
So deliberately making our body soft when we notice that contraction is an important practice. Sit back or stretch out where you're laying down and breathe in through your nose and exhale twice as long from your mouth. As you do that, just notice areas of pressure or tightness anywhere in your body that you can focus on and soften. Especially focus on softening your belly. Conscious, my belly's too soft at the moment. I'm trying to tighten my belly, but for the breathing exercise, I will soften it. Let's do this breathing technique to reset our nervous system. One, place one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. Two, take a few long breaths by inhaling through the nose and exhaling from the mouth with a sigh. Never force the exhale, simply drop it like a sigh. Uh, Three, as your breath flows in, feel it move down into your belly. As your breath flows out, let your belly be effortless. Uh, Four, focus on making your belly as soft as possible. As you inhale, feel your hand on your belly rise, allowing your belly to receive your breath. Think soft as you inhale. On the out breath, feel your belly drop as you sigh it out. Let go of any resistance that you may have in your belly. Think belly as you exhale. Uh, Six, each inhale, imagine your belly being nurtured by the breath. Each exhale, let the breath loosen any tension you may have. Let your breath make room. Let thoughts, emotions, sensations rise and fall in and out of a spacious belly. Soften your jaw, soften your shoulders, and soften your neck. Practice soft belly breaths for as long as your body enjoys it, or at least 10 minutes a day. Your body will thank you, and day by day, you'll feel more grounded, relaxed, and calm. That's a really good one. I I love that breathing. I hope that you guys are using these different um, techniques because they do really help. Um, They may seem like they're a bit silly or whatever else, but they actually do really help us um, to live our best life, to go through life with less stress and less anxiety and less pressure. And we all want to live the best possible life that we can. And I, I feel like we really need to understand that we are so much more special than we think and we we are so much more beautiful and and more um we have so much more to us than we know so please go away today the the big thing i want you to do today and i say this anytime there's a tragedy that happens anywhere in australia around the world go and love your um kids go and hug your kids go and give them um special cuddles go into their room and give them a kiss on the forehead while they sleep Hug your family, hug your sister, hug your brother, hug your parents. Give love and give gratitude for everything you have because there's people out there that have nothing. There's people out there that are struggling. There's people out there that, that are losing loved ones to, to whether it's the vaccine or to, to the uh, accidents that are happening around the world. We need to give gratitude and love as much as we possibly can. The universe really has our back. We are looked after. We are um, really special and we, we have this divine power around us that's going to look after us and make sure that we're okay. But we need to be kind. We need to give love everywhere. The the world doesn't have enough kindness in it at the moment, I feel. And let's um, take the initiative to be the one that starts the kindness parade and and makes it happen and spreads it around the whole entire world because you have the power to change the world with one little action and multiply it out everywhere. So let's get that butterfly effect going and let's look after each other more than ever before. Okay, guys, I love you lots. I'll see you tomorrow with our special guest, Pia. Peace.